Hello and welcome to episode 3 of whatever this show is now called. I have completely forgotten. I think it's called The Smelter. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe I'll edit that cough out actually, because um, today is the um, debut of my, I'm going to put all these ums in and see if I can edit them out. The reason being, it is the debut of me using GarageBand to edit and record the episode, rather than using a shitty app on my phone. Although, obviously, I still don't have a microphone other than the one built into the laptop. So whenever I look around the corner to see if Hannah is back yet, uh, my voice goes all quiet. And the reason I'm looking around the corner to see if Hannah is back yet is because if she stumbles in, I will not notice. I've got my headphones on, I can't hear anything uh, apart from my own voice. And she'll walk in through the front door and hear me talking bollocks into the microphone and think I've gone mad. Although you might very well say that surely she is used to me talking crap all the time because that's just part of who I am. And she's been with me for over a decade now and is used to me talking all kinds of nonsense and you would be right but I still think she'd be a bit taken out taken aback if I was just talking really loudly to myself in the kitchen um, until of course she came in here and then I'd explain to her what I was doing duh I am of course recording episode three of the smelter show or whatever the crap this is um, so then it would all make sense but nonetheless I don't want that awkward few seconds whereby she walks in and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? So I'm just going to check again, is she here yet? No, she's still not here. I can still talk as loudly about nothing as I want without incurring any suspicion that I might be recording a secret podcast. So, anyway, welcome to the show. So... Today's show is going to be all about my latest army in Warhammer 40,000. I'm going to take you through the makings of my Ultramarine Force from inception to the opposite of inception. The thing that happens after inception. Things are done. They're completed. They're... So... Why Ultramarines? Why Ultramarines? Well, let me tell you. It all starts with Games Workshop's release in November 2015 of the box set entitled Betrayal at Kalf. Wargaming in the 31st millennium or some crap like that. And basically, I think this is Games Workshop's attempt to make people buy loads more models. And it certainly worked with me. Uh, well, actually, it kind of has and it kind of hasn't. I haven't actually bought any more models apart from those that came with the box set. But um, I spent £95 on it. Yes, that's right. It cost £95 because, you see, it's premium. Premium. Um, I don't really know what makes it more premium than the normal Warhammer 40,000 box sets, which are normally around the £60 mark. Um, and even that, you're probably shocked at because you are Mark Bishop and you are used to... Um, 
you're used to box sets costing more like £40, which is what they cost in the 1990s. And even then, it was extortionate. Uh, so now you're looking at more like £60 for your Warhammer 40,000 box set. And then the premium, the premiumness of setting a game 10,000 years before that, in the 31st millennium, adds an extra £30 onto the price tag. So, or was it 35 Yes, so somewhere between £90 and £100. And what I got with that was 30 Normal Space Marines, five Terminators, a Dreadnought, and two special characters. And on the box, half of them are painted as Ultramarines, and half of them are painted as Word Bearers, who are the most evil of the Chaos Chapters. Um, just checking for Hannah again. She's still not here. And so, um, but basically, I couldn't be bothered to paint them half and half. Uh, I decided to paint them all as one. Uh, all as one chapter, and then I will have a force to play against my existing evil Chaos Space Marines, who I have already done last year, and who many of you who have been around my house will have had the pleasure of admiring and, and playing with, and rolling dice with, and sharing epic war stories with um, Lord Skullfuck, or whatever his name is, and his Chaos Brigade. Um, we've all had a lot of fun with them. Uh, and so now I need uh, an army for them to play against, because um, I'm getting a bit bored of fighting of, of the sort of um, civil war, which is the existing chapter fighting the other half of the existing chapter. It's all a bit tedious. Uh, so I'm going to get some good guys for them to play against. And so I decided to use the entire Horus Heresy box to paint as the good guys. And so I've gone with the Ultramarines. Back in the day, uh, the Ultramarines were declared as the most boring chapter. In fact, they still are in some circles. But now that I'm a grown man, I don't care what you think. Um, and so I'm going to paint them as the most boring chapter of them all, the Ultramarines. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull out my Beretta and then I'm going to fire wildly into the air. Um, like the Taliban with AK-47s, except it's going to be me with my Beretta. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to charge down the street, firing wildly. And then the police are going to come and arrest me. And they're going to charge me with um, having a weapon that I'm not licensed for. It's probably in breach of all sorts of laws. Um, I imagine firing it indiscriminately would put me in breach of other laws. Um, like just generally breaching the peace. Um, discharging a firearm without something whatever, and ding-dong and doo-dah, um, I'd get into all sorts of trouble. Mm, and then I guess I'd go down the police station, well, I'd be escorted to the police station by the police who just arrested me, and they'd ask if I have a lawyer already, and I'd say, no, of course, I don't have a retainer. I don't have, like, an ongoing retainer with a criminal lawyer. I don't, you know, I'm not in trouble that often. This is the first time I've been arrested. So they'd say, right, do you want to instruct your own or do you want to go with the duty solicitor? So I guess I'd go with the duty solicitor. And I'd explain that for some reason I was compelled to pull the Beretta out and start firing wildly because I was explaining about my Ultramarines army and then suddenly I just wanted to pull my Beretta out and start firing wildly. Um, and so I did. Um, and... Um, he'd be like, well, that's a fair defence. And I would go to court and the judge would be like, no problem, man, because I also collect ultramarines. And I've decided to let you off. And also, I'm going to recommend that you refer the police who arrested you to the police ombudsman people. Because who in the right mind would arrest a man who has pulled out of a simply because he was so excited about his ultramarine army. 
and I'd be like, fair play, yeah, but I don't want to pursue that charge against the police. I want to introduce them to the ultramarines. And so I would explain to them about the ultramarines. I'd take, invite them around my house. I'd say, I don't hold any hard feelings against you because in the end, I wasn't sentenced and it gave me the opportunity to talk to you guys about the ultramarines. Did you know the ultramarines had a 13th legion originally? One of the original 20 space marine legions. I'm getting this from uh, the lexicanum, which is one of the two best Warhammer uh, wiki Wikipedia things, not Wikipedia, that's that's obviously something different. The thing built upon a wiki, that is not Wikipedia. There's two of them for Warhammer. Uh, one of them is this one, and the other one's something else, which is, I think, very informative. And so, anyway, they're the 13th Legion, which is actually weird, because 13 is the evil number, whereas Ultramarines are well known for being one of the two least evil of the chapters. The other one, of course, being the Imperial Fists who you know aren't evil because they're all yellow. Um, and in fact, yellow is obviously my favourite colour. And if it wasn't going to be the Ultramarines, I'd have painted these dudes uh, as the Imperial Fists. But as you know, my existing chapter is very yellow heavy. And then you've got yellow Marines fighting yellow and purple Marines, so it just doesn't look right. Whereas the Ultramarines are very clearly oppo diametrically opposed to my current weird purple and yellow uh, Space Marines. I think they're, they're very, you know, they are the, they're polar opposites, as it were. Um, just checking for Hannah again. No, she's still not back. Let's keep going. So, um, yes, uh, I've forgotten what I was going to say. Maybe it's time for an ad break. This episode is brought to you by Nestle Quality Street Matchmakers. That's weird, isn't it? It's three different brands. It's like, it's Nestle, so you know it's by them. Now, you might think, don't you boycott Nestle products? Yes, I do. There's a really crap advert for them, in fact, because I'm suggesting you don't buy these because they're by Nestle, who I've been boycotting since I was a very young man, since I was a teenager, in fact. But anyway, so they're by Nestle, and then it says Quality Street, which is another brand again, and that is, this, that is I thought that was, the, like, the roses equivalent, the thing you get, the thing you get in the box. Uh, but apparently, they just stick that on random other chocolates now. I'm sure matchmakers didn't always used to have the word quality street above them, but they do now. And then you've got the actual um, chocolate name itself, which is matchmakers. It's like three levels of subcategorization, isn't it? Um, so this particular flavour of matchmaker is Zingy Orange, and I'm going to eat one now in front of you. Mmm! They are really good. Mmm! And they've got that weird spiciness to them. Oh, zinginess, that's what I mean. Mmm! Mmm! I'm sure it's something horrible that makes them zingy. But it claims to be free from artificial crap. So, I don't know. Anyway, you might think, how do I have them if I boycott them? Well, they were a Christmas present, of course. I always take the view, if I encourage my mum to buy me Nestle products, that isn't putting me in breach of my boycott. Because it doesn't count, it wasn't my money. So I'm often like, yeah, please get me a Terry's chocolate orange and also some orange matchmakers because they're both utterly amazing. The um, the other chocolate that I missed the most from the um, Nestle days of yore is the Lion Bar. But that's been so long since I've had one of those, I don't really remember what it tastes like. I just seem to think I remember liking them. Um, they were kind of nutty, I guess. Um, but for some reason, I've never encouraged my mum to buy me those for Christmas. It's not really a Christmas chocolate, is it? Oh, here's a chocolate bar. Here's a Lion Bar. Happy Christmas, son. Happy Christmas, son. I'll see you next year. And then she drives off in her Jeep into the sunset like Sarah Connor at the end of Terminator. But that didn't happen. 
Uh, instead, she's like, oh, we've got you some matchmakers again, because I know you like them. And I'm like, yeah, I do. Um, so, anyway, that's the end of the first ever The Smelter ad break. Um, okay. Welcome back to part two of the show. So, I'm going to check for Hannah again. Hold on. She's still not back. So, let's carry on. I reckon I'm going to round out this show with an amazing part two, which is going to be about bananas. Don't know really what I can say about them. Had quite a lot of them in Vietnam. Um, um. So, thank you for listening. Uh, any feedback? Uh, I'm not going to recommend Twitter this time because I don't really go on Twitter anymore. Uh, in fact, let's have a social media roundup for the end of the podcast. Now, as you know, I encourage you all to use Snapchat because it's the best. It's the best. It's the best. I wasn't going to say it's the best social media app. No, it's not even that. It's just the best. Um, you know, it, it, it basically solves everything that was wrong with my life until Snapchat came along. You know, I don't want to go onto Facebook and look at your fucking wall, which is full of Lewis Hamilton stories because I follow Lewis Hamilton on Facebook and I can't work out how to stop it. So all I ever hear about is what Lewis Hamilton is doing, which is fine because, you know, I like hearing about his celebrity lifestyle. But I wish there was some way of not listening to all the celebrity news I accidentally subscribe to. Um... And also, it's so permanent. It's like, I don't want to go back and see how stupid I was in 2007, because that's bullshit. Um, and also, I just hate it, and I hate it, and I hate it. Now, the good thing about... Oh, and also, the problem is that everyone talks politics on it, which, of course, I used to do non-stop on that and Twitter. Um, I've just got a text from Hannah saying, we need milk. Shit, I did buy any milk. Let me go and check that. Hold on. Oh, we only barely need milk. I guess I'll go out and get some in a bit. So anyway, um, now what was I saying? In fact, I'm going to pause this podcast whilst I reply to Hannah's text. Ooh, I verified my email in settings and that got me a special trophy for verifying my email. This is the kind of thing that makes Snapchat such a great app to use. Um, so yeah, best to reach me in there, unless you want to be completely wild and install Peach which is a completely new social network from the guy behind Vine, which was a weird social network from the guy behind something to do with Twitter, which was itself a social network from some other people who did something once. So I'd encourage you never to contact me on Facebook again, because I haven't logged into it properly since August. And never talk to me about politics again, because I don't want to know, for reasons I will explain in more detail in episode four of the Smelter cast. So please send me your feedback and we'll discuss that next time. Goodbye for now.